is a type of medicine that trains your body to fight any foreign agents. Plants are helpful for the ecosystem. It's an electronic device for storing and processing data. The nervous system is all the collection of nerves in your body. Yeast is a eukaryote. Welcome to Spectacular Science, where it's all about science, with your host, Akshay. Hey listeners, welcome back to this episode of Spectacular Science. I'm your host, Akshay. You know, I've been thinking about this. So all organisms or living things are made out of carbon. And that carbon, there's only like a limited amount on Earth. But this carbon goes through this cycle to get to us and to make new animals and plants. But how does that work? How does that carbon cycle through everything? Hmm. Oh, I know. It's the carbon cycle. The carbon cycle is a cycle where carbon goes through that cycles through plants, animals, and even the earth. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the carbon cycle. You may not know it, but it's going on right as I speak. And you have to thank the carbon cycle for your existence because carbon makes up all of the living things. Okay, let's. I'm going to take you into this loop. Careful, it might get dizzy. So get ready because we're going to take a deep dive into the science of the carbon cycle. So first of all, let me introduce you to carbon. Carbon is a type of element that's the building block of all organisms or living things. So you are made of carbon. I'm made of carbon. The plants are made of carbon. Even your dogs are made of carbon. And there's some non-living things that are also made of carbon, like fossils and fossil fuels, such as oil, natural gas, and even coal. But for now, let's talk about the living things for the carbon cycle. The carbon cycles through the earth. So it goes from animals and plants all the way back into the atmosphere and back to the ground and goes from the earth all the way back to these living things. I know it's really complex, but I'm going to break this down for you. So first of all, let's talk about photosynthesis, which is where carbon is released from. So plants, which are basically all around us, they need to do photosynthesis, which is taking sunlight and water and carbon dioxide and turning it into oxygen and glucose or sugar for energy for themselves. So this carbon dioxide is just floating around in the air. So this carbon dioxide actually is made of carbon and oxygen. So we need to get that carbon separate. And what the plants do is they get that carbon in. And say for us, we get our carbon from the air that we breathe in, but we also exhale that because carbon dioxide can be toxic for us if we inhale too much. So as these plants are doing this, they're breaking apart this carbon and are depositing it in the soil and even in the air. And carbon dioxide gets in the air in many forms and carbon itself gets from the earth's deepest deepest depths all the way to the top of the surface in many different ways those ways can be through volcanic eruptions that bring carbon from the deep depths all the way to the top they could also be from fossil fuels that are made of carbon or other dead animals from millions of years ago There are some ways, but the most prominent way in our world today is through fossil fuel emissions. So this is when 
humans and factories and all that, they burn fossil fuels like gasoline or coal and release carbon dioxide into the air. That's not good for the environment, but that also plays a vital role in the carbon cycle, and it kind of throws the carbon cycle out of whack. Now, let's go right into the carbon cycle. So the carbon cycle starts with plants and animals that have carbon in them. And as these plants and animals grow and develop, they use up more carbon. And when these plants and animals die, they put the carbon back into the earth and in the soil. That's why a really important part of this of the carbon cycle is soil. The soil is kind of like the exchange area. So when humans and other animals eat plants and other animals, they get more carbon in their bodies. And this just goes on and on and on and on until that animal dies and it g- puts the carbon back into the surface where new plants can grow and fuel that same reaction and cycle all over again. So the carbon cycle basically transports carbon all throughout this basically ecosystem. And the carbon cycle also maintains a balance of animals, plants, and regular carbon in the air and in the soil. So the carbon cycle plays a huge role in our ecosystems and actually helps living things grow, develop, and just live. Without the carbon cycle, we humans would not exist because we need that carbon in order to live. Here's a quick note. You need to remember that carbon can come in different forms. It can come through the air as a gas, as carbon dioxide. It can go through the soil as just a molecule. And it can even be a solid like coal. And all these different forms are how animals and plants take in carbon, use it, and put it back out for other animals and plants to use. Even though carbon only makes up 0.03% of the earth, there is still so much carbon in the air and in the soil, and animals really need it. In fact, over 18.5% of the human body is made up of, guess what? carbon and a lot of these other animals such as plants are made up of even more carbon and all this carbon just gets cycled through the carbon cycle which keeps everything in check here's a fun fact did you know that carbon can be locked away inside the earth's surface for millions of years i know there's so much carbon down under our feet and you know only a small very 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 small percentage of carbon is in the air and that means that animals and plants can't really get to it so they need to lock into that deep down carbon and it can come up by plants volcanic eruptions and all those ways i mentioned before it's so cool that carbon can date back to millions of years ago and it just comes from the ground now how did carbon get on earth you ask well that is very interesting because The Earth didn't have that much carbon when it first formed billions of years ago. And it got all all that carbon from its formation from dead stars. And even from asteroids and meteors that hit Earth. So carbon is basically everywhere on Earth. Even though it's just a small percentage of the Earth, carbon really helps us maintain our ecosystems and just gives Earth life. Without carbon, there'd be no life on Earth, and Earth would just be like Mars or even Mercury with no life at all. 
We have to thank carbon for our beautiful earth and for our own existence. You know, I want to learn more about this carbon cycle. Okay, time to do some research on my trusty computer. You know, I have actually have a super computer that can calculate things so fast. Faster than I can definitely calculate. Okay, before I go do some research, let's recap on what we learned today. We learned that carbon is an element that's basically the building block of all life and all organisms, which are living things. The carbon cycle is a cycle that carbon goes through from plants and animals all the way back to the earth and back to these living things. This carbon is really important for all ecosystems and it actually makes life possible on earth. We have to thank carbon for all the beautiful life that we see on earth today. The carbon can be locked under earth's surface for millions of years and this carbon first got to earth through meteors, asteroids, and even dead stars. We have to thank carbon for our existence and for this beautiful planet earth. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spectacular Science. Spectacular Science is produced and hosted by me, Akshay J. Raman. Our theme song and additional music are by Charan Ramachandran. Special thanks to Varun Ramachandran. Please visit my podcast website, SpectacularSci.com, to find interactive activities, blog posts, articles, and all of our episodes. You can also find the link to sign up for the Spectacular Science membership, where you get lots of bonus content to keep you thinking about science. My favorite of those is the fact of the day when you get a fun science fact every day. Sign up at SpectacularSci.com membership. Please follow or subscribe to this show on any podcasting platform or wherever you're listening right now. It really encourages me when you subscribe, and it means a lot. Thank you so much. I always love hearing from my listeners about science, and I just love interacting with my listeners. So please contact me at spectacularside.com contact or email me using the link posted on the page. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science next week. Keep thinking about science.